Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Helpful Hints on Using Homophones for Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. Happy Halloween to everybody. We've had a lot of candy and sweets around our house lately, so I've been taking advantage of that. But my name is Mary Hopp, for those who haven't been here before, and I'm really happy that all of you are here, all those in the Zoom room, all those tuning in on ACB Media 5, the community channel, and all who are listening via podcast. Today, Lucy is our Zoom host and Herbie is our streamer. And we thank both of them for being here with us. And Lucy will handle um, the lowering of the hands today once you raise them. So after you raise them, you don't have to worry about them anymore. Okay, let's start out like we always do. And let me have hands um, if you know what a homophone is. Chanel. Yes, Chanel. All right. A homoph- well, homophones are words that sound alike but differ in spelling and meaning. Yes. And some that I thought of recently examples peak, peak, and peak, or Absolutely. four, four, and four. <laughs> or four and four. Yes. Very, very good examples. Would you spell homophone for us? Sure. H O M O P H O N E. All right. Thank you very much for that. Okay, so everyone now knows what homophones are about. And let's move along to our error report. We didn't do this last week because we were doing the homophone B, and I will catch you up on all that in a minute. But let's go to the error report first. I found two errors, but I will give you all a chance to chime in first if you found any homophone areas errors in what you've been reading so raise your hand if you did nora nora what did you find well i found the word there uh, the word to to myself i think it's t-o when it's supposed to be i mean t-o-o when it's supposed to be two and i found the word (laughs) one time i found the word there um, must be T H E R E instead of T H E I R. I think. Oh, good. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for for looking for those. I appreciate it. You always I, find some. And I found blue and F L U E. I went. Well, I found F L U E, but I was thinking you didn't. Uh, one, you forgot the word F L E W. I flew over the. Oh there. yes. We're going to study those today, those flus, all three of those flus. So that'll be, yes, so we're going to have that. And thank you. you. Anyone else with an error report? Okay, no one else. Let me go over mine. All right, I found one in a book annotation on um, 
not barred. What's that? I can't think. Bookshare. <laughs> Gosh, it just slipped my mind. Okay. It was um, someone had told me about this book called Taming Tension by W. Philip Keller. And this is between affect and effect. Remember, we studied A-F-F-E-C-T and E-F-F-E-C-T. So let me read this sentence and try to insert a blank and see if you can tell me which one is correct, because it certainly isn't correct in this annotation. With his usual compassionate and conversational style, Keller talks about tension, its causes, its blanks, and what we can do about it. Raise your hand if you know. Chanel? Yes, Chanel. I think it's E-F-F-E-C-T-S. It is E-F-F. Very good. Yes, because it's what happens as a result of tension. It's effect, but they had A-F-F there, which was definitely not right. Okay, thank you for that. And one more. Let's see. Now, this is between T-O- T-O-O and T-W-O. I made an error because I was doing too many things at one time. The two isn't right. So which one should it Deborah. be? Yes, Deborah. It's um, a T-W-O. No, it's T-O-O. Oh. T-O-O, too many, (laughs) too many, too much, too little. Right, okay. Yes, but they they actually had it as T-O in this one. Oh, yeah. um, Yes, it's T-O-O. Right. So that's what I found there. Oh, right. I get them mixed up on a regular basis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, I know, I know. Well, thank you for trying, though. I appreciate that. Okay, well, last week we had um, our the second session of the current homophone B. And um, as far as scoring goes, Chanel is leading with 17 points. Good for her. And then right behind her at 16, we have Desi, Diane, and Nora. And Herbie is at 15, and the rest are eight and seven and six, not because the people did badly, but because they were only here for one of the um, two sessions that we've done so far. So that's how that is going, and we will have our final session of this game in just a few weeks. I will decide when it's going to be. All right, and I also... um, Chanel was asking about something in the homophone B, and I wanted to to look up, look it up and and make sure that it was correct. And from what I've been able to find, I think it is. The sentence was before leaving the store, he made his final buy and waved goodbye to the salesperson. Now, the buy we're concentrating on is final buy. Before leaving the store, he made his final buy buy. And so I looked it up. And when it's used as a noun like that, it can mean a purchase or something bought, something that was for sale, like 
this couch was a good buy. The stock was a real buy at that price. So um, since it's used as an adjective, um, the well, it's it's um, preceded by an adjective in this case. Before leaving the store, he made his final buy. I am taking it that that was correct. Does anyone have any any reasons why they think it might not be? Melissa? Yes, Melissa. There we go. I do have one question about goodbye. Okay. Is it written as, <clears throat> like when you write it, is it G-O-O-D-B-Y-E or just all in one word? I have seen it both ways. Um, okay. In this particular sentence, it was written as a compound word, G-O-O-D-B-Y-E. But I have definitely seen it with a dash or a hyphen between the two parts of the words. Thanks for asking that. Yeah, some of these, you know, they're not, yeah. it's not real clear. Um, I guess <laughs> we've even seen some that, not not in this case, but we've seen some compound words. Sometimes they're compounds. Sometimes they have a hyphen between the two parts. And sometimes a space between the two parts. So sometimes it's really hard to know which is which. Yeah. Okay. I guess we yeah. have to go with the flow. <laughs> go with the flow, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Sure. Okay. Sure. Starry, always... has, Starry has her hand up. All right. Yes, Starry. So the question was about B-U-Y after final. Uh-huh. Oh, yep. That sounds right to me. Any All right. You can substitute the word with purchase. It's yes. Mm -hmm. All right. That's a good way to look at it. Before before leaving the store, he made his final purchase. All right. Okay. Thank you for that, Deborah. Deborah. Yeah. Um. Is so. Are there three spellings? Like for the word by, like B, B, Y, B, Y, yes. B, and B, U, Y? Yes, ma'am. Three spellings. Yes. So the B, Y is like to buy something? B, U, Y is to buy something, right? Okay. B, U, Y is to buy something. Um, okay. B, Y, E is when you're telling someone farewell, goodbye, or bye. That's B, Y, E. And B, Y often is a preposition that um, something will will come after that. Um, by the way, we're doing this tomorrow. Or okay. um, she sat by the window all day. By, in that case, is a preposition. And the object of the preposition is window. B-Y, the window. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Does that help some? Yeah, I'm just writing it down here. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. All yeah. right. Okay, um, Chanel has her hand up. 
Yes, Chanel. Yeah, Mary. No, I don't dis- I disagree. I just never heard that, or I don't know why I hadn't heard the made his final by, you know, or used in that context. But yeah, sorry, it sounds right. Made his final purchase. So, all right. You always learn of a new way to use words, or oh, yeah. I mean, it should absolutely. be obvious, but it's like, well, oh, no. Okay. I mean, um, I would, I would prefer to, to you know, look it up and and make right. sure because. You know, these words have so many meanings sometimes that it actually gets confusing. <laughs> yeah. And I think we did do a podcast or I mean, you did do a lesson on buy, buy and buy. I did. I did. So I'm probably not available sure if that's on our podcast one of the ones somewhere. I, I hope that it is. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure when it occurred, but I did. I did. Um, I did quite a lesson on that. Those three. Always try to try to go over them, and then the next time we meet, I try to um, give some more sentences to try to clarify a little more. So, okay, um, Starry has her hand up again. Starry, uh, a good example of the word in that use is there's an electronic store that's really big and popular called Best Buy. Oh, yeah, Best Buy. I didn't think of Best Buy. Neat. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. That's a good one. Right. I like that. Okay, Best Buy. Yeah, that's a very popular store around here. All right. Any other questions before we move on? Okay. Well, um... Two weeks ago, when I was teaching R-A-I-N, R-E-I-G-N, and R-E-I-N, I didn't say anything at the time, but I got a little bit confused myself with some of the uses of R-A-I-N and R-E-I-G-N. So this cleared it up for me, so I hope it doesn't confuse anybody even worse. Okay, well, so let's talk about we're not ta- when we're talking about rain today, R A I N, we're we're no longer I mean, it is, you know, rain fell from the sky, of course. But I'm talking about it to, in today's lesson in a different light and I did I did touch on it last time, but I didn't put any of these things in the homophone B because I was confused at the time and I didn't want to mess anyone up. Okay, but rain, we had talked about, it could mean a heavy or abundant fall like a rain of fluffy cottonwood seeds. That's R-A-I-N. They're falling abundantly. It's a heavy fall of them. And that is R-A-I-N or a rain of insults. They're just coming all the time. These people are just raining down insults constantly. That is R-A-I-N. And some other um, examples of that, R-A-I-N, praise rained down on the composer, R-A-I-N. It fell like rain or Tears rained from their eyes, R-A-I-N. Also, if you're talking about like 
to shower in great quantity. For example, um, if someone rains favors upon a person or showers this person with favors, that's R-A-I-N. So you kind of think of it as falling, although not in our traditional sense of it rained yesterday, like drops falling from the sky. Okay, so let me now talk a little bit about R-E-I-G-N. We also had this, to be present or to exist, be predominant or prevalent. And some examples of this, now these are not showers, the reign of violence is over. It's not like the violence is being showered down. I mean, it it's there, but it's more like, okay, well, the violence is present. It exists. It's prevalent, but it's not raining down. So the reign of violence, R-E-I-G-N, or panic reigned, as the fire spread, it's a state, a state of panic, R-E-I-G-N-E-D. The um, panic was very predominant at that time. It wasn't really like something was falling exactly, but it was prevalent. Panic reigned as the fire spread. Okay, well, that's that's what I found. Um Does anyone have any questions or ways to clarify that even further? We have three hands. We have Ibrahim. Okay, Ibrahim. Hi. So um, another R-A-I-N phrase is uh, don't rain on my parade. Uh, That's right. Don't rain on my parade. Exactly. (laughs) Yes, that's a very good one. I'm having a good time. Don't rain on my parade with all (laughs) your bitterness. And yes, I like that one. And then I like to think of R-E-I-G-N as time. So yes, relates to time. um, That's the one that's used. Like the time Um, of a king's reign. Yes. Or Mm -hmm. um, the reign of violence, the time that that violence occurred. Yes. Yes, a time of that, a time of that. That's a very good way to think about it. Thank you for that. Okay, Deb Lewis. Yes, Deb. How about the R-E-I-N as in a horse? You and you rein in your horse? That yes, that that is correct. I didn't have any um any difficulties with that one, and we did um actually use that in some sentences. Um, last week during the homophone B because I didn't really have an issue with it. But okay, yes, that is cool. What happens when I miss class? I missed out on something important. <laughs> I tell you, yeah, you did. You missed out on something important. All right. Yep, okay. that, that is right, R-E-I-N. Starry. Yes, Starry? I want to make a couple comments the first is r-a-i-n you really can think of it as anything showering down be it actual rainfall or praise or terror or anything like that um Mm -hmm. not 
not terror so much. No, but um, but the other ones on that matter, R E I G N is uh, anything person or uh, concept that is in a lead or in control. In that case, terror, reign of terror, R-E-I-G-N, would be that the terror or the violence, reign of violence, is the concept that is in the lead control at the time. That at is that the- time. Yes. yes. And, and then so- that, um, yeah, that's very good. That's very good. It's prevalent at a given time. I like that. And Ab- Abraham also mentioned time. So that's now, a good way. To confuse everybody. So there's a phrase called um, take the reins. That's R E I N S. And yeah. take control. So mm-hmm. if yeah. you take the reins, R E I N S, <laughs> then you are in reigning authority. R E I G N I N G. You're right. You're right. Yeah. In Some the of rain. these things no. <laughs> get really, really tricky. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Okay. Anyone? Yes. yes. We got three. Hands. Okay. Abraham? Um, just quickly uh, for Gabriel, if she wants to look for the podcast um, for Bye, Bye, and Bye, it was um, the 28th of March. It was what? The date of it was the 28th of March when um, that lesson was. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, 8th of March. Oh, I think that's. Um, thank you for, for looking that up. I think that's before we started being podcasted, though. I think I think we started that in April. It was a good it was a good while after the um, after the calls started. But thank you for looking that up for us. Appreciate that. That's All right. Very good. Deborah. Deborah? Sorry, I just had to unmute. What was that other? Starry just mentioned um, uh, take the the reins. Um, how did you how did she spell that? Like take the reins. Um, yeah. R-E-I-N-S. Okay. Take the reins. Hold on to these reins, whether it be figuratively or or literally, like okay. a horse's reins would be a literal example. Right. Um, yeah. To take the reins of government would be R E I N S. Okay. More of a, you know, to take control, mm-hmm. take control of the the government. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Anybody Nora? else? Yeah. Nora. Yeah. Hi. Um. um Nothing, nothing new. I, I'm not confused, but I'm letting you know I have to go. So I'll, you can come later. All right. Well, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All Bye-bye. right. Come back. I sure will. All Bye-bye. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Chanel. Oh, Chanel. Sorry, Zoom lowered. I put my hand down, then I decided to put it up and Zoom lowered it. So anyway, <laughs> um, no, I, I was just, I, I, under, I understand you're talking about R-E-I-G-N and R-A-I-N. But I was thinking another way, kind of like with where Starry and Ibrahim were going, and I, I love uh, Starry's examples, is R-E-I-G-N is not only something over time, but it's persistent. Um, persistent, something persistent over time like the reign of terror in revolutionary france uh, right um or as they were saying panic reigned violence reigned um so it's persistent over time you're right i like that persistent over time too that's that's very good as well um yeah i mean it's not going to be like you know it's not the reign of terror is not going to start at two o'clock and end at three. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna keep on going because it, yes. this person's gonna probably reign for some time. Even if someone had a mild reign with his reigns of control, the fact that it was mild as a persistent mild and it lasted so many times. And as Lucy said, they could be, you know, reigning in the rain. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. I just, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Chanel and okay. I love using everybody. Chanel and I love <laughs> using everybody. Yes. Okay. Anything else? I've got I've got a couple of sentences that I thought we'd go over here with with the two of those. Um, we got one so, more. All right. Marcy. Ma- hey, Marcy. Hello, Mary. So I am very confused now. So why wouldn't the reign of praise or the reign of favors? Be persistent. Well, it might be, but not forever. <laughs> you know, okay. I mean, like if if some okay, suppose a composer played a new piece that they that they wrote, uh, maybe for a program or something. Okay, then after the program, um, praise rained down. R a i n e d. It did. Okay, it did so it, it did short, rain down for that short time of the performance or after the performance, but it wasn't persistent, like, continually. No, okay. no. I mean, you know, it's not going to be raining down probably next month or, you know, people are, I mean, even if it was good, people are going to forget about it for right, a while. Right, got it. Okay. Understood. Okay. Understood. Oh, thank you for totally asking. Totally understood. No, <laughs> I was just no, like, that's how if we... somebody rained down favors or rained down praise, I would like for that to be persistent. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be really good. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. Okay. Just All being right. a pain. Sorry. <laughs> no, well, no. I, I'm, you know, I want to clear it up the best I can. I don't know. You know, there's just some things that you just, for some reason, never clear up like affect and effect that oh that is just a persistent thing I mean I'm still seeing people miss some of that sort of thing and I don't know how else to to teach it really you know right. but and no I mean I'm, you had that I'm question on my to... sentence about the the buy before making his final buy you know oh was <laughs> that yours yes okay <laughs> I was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that All one right. that one had two buys in it. Yep. Thank I you so it. much. All right. Anyone else? Not so far. Okay. Well, let's try out these sentences. A relative calm reigned over the city. 
Raise your hand if you think you know which rain that would be. We are not talking about R-E-I-N at this point. Oh, goodness. We got three hands. <laughs> All right. Uh, starry. Okay, Starry. I'm going to guess R-A-I-N-E-D. I've got R-E-I-G-N-E-D because yeah. we're assuming that the calm <laughs> lasted for a while. Like maybe there I was some kind that. I was assuming it just started happening like the composer after the, you know, after the concert. Oh, I, I have a feeling this is not helping anyone. I should have left well enough alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I guess you could argue it either way. All you right. Know, like the reign of terror is over, R-A-I-G-N, and now calm reigned over the city, R-A-I-N-E-D. Yeah. Oh. I, I still I, think it's R-E-I-G-N. I know I, I'm speaking out of turn, but <laughs> No, that's okay. I, I do too, but Yeah. It could be either way, but I was my top answer was R E I G N because yeah, yes. it's um, it's it's the calm is not pouring down out of the sky. It's a right. It's a calm that's ruling or <sighs> helping pervading. behavior pervading, persisting, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Well, that was going to be my first guess too, but I thought I'd take a stab at it. <laughs> Oh, well, don't do that to confuse people. I mean, if you really well, know the I really thought that it could be either one, but mm -hmm. I was going to guess R-E-I-G-N, but I thought, I don't know, maybe it's like the calm is settling over, not like it was a period of calm. That's why I guessed R-E-I-N-E-D. All right. You know, I'm way. wondering if one of these is more like literal, like, I mean, some tangible, well, calm can be, I don't know. Maybe I'm just going to, I'll have to think about mm -hmm. that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll, it's just going to be one of those that's yeah. just kind of, kind of difficult. Okay. Um, Marsha has her hand up. Yes, Marsha. I just think of it as being political. Well, it can be, rain, R-E-I-G-N can be political, like um, King so-and-so had a 25-year reign, that's R-E-I-G-N, or he reigned from 1835 to 1847 is R-E-I-G-N, but that's not, that's not the one, the meanings of it that I really had confused. I was more confused over these kinds of things we're talking about now, like a reign of terror or, you know, things like that, um, a reign of calm, that kind of thing. That's, that's what was confusing me. Right. And I just, I've only seen it, you know, used in political things. So that's yes. why I mentioned that. Well, that, that is mostly how you, how you do see that, um, you know, you do see it in, in political type things a lot. I mean, you know, that's normally what I think about when I think of R-E-I-G-N. Um, the only reason this came up is, you know, how I do my 
research in my dictionary app with all those different dictionaries in it. And um, it had it had a lot of this stuff in it. So I said, well, it keeps mentioning these things. I guess I should I guess I should bring them up. Okay, Abraham. Yes, Abraham. I saw that. Uh, um, I think also R A I N would um, the term they would also refer to plural, um, like favors uh, uh, rain down, and um, whereas calm is not necessarily plural, uh, but it sort of um, it sort of uh, indicates uh, like the sense that it's uh, this the sense of calm is prevalent during that yes after that the, time the yeah. sense of so calm that's why is prevalent yes sorry for speaking out of turn but praise is singular would it be praises that would rain down Yes. Um, no, not, uh, not really. Because I liked what he said with, you know, calm being singular, then it would be R-E-I-G-N, but praise is singular. Well, praise could take the form of multiple praises, but you just say yeah. praise because that sounds better. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> you don't say praises rain down. But the fact that praise, you know, people each utterances of praise or they could be giving multiple praises <laughs> yeah like you know so somebody comes up to you oh that was really nice and another person comes oh i really enjoyed that and you know the people keep coming and coming and coming praise rains down r-a-i-n-s yeah i guess praise is like the word sheep because you don't say sheeps you just say sheep. no right <laughs> no you don't Okay, let's, I'm almost afraid to try anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, I will. I'll be brave. Okay, what about this one? Total silence reigned. Desi. Yes, Desi. Can you hear me? Yes, yes ma'am. Okay, good. Well, because I'm on a brand new Bluetooth headset. <laughs> I was, it sounds good. I was having trouble getting it to work earlier. Oh. Um, so, um, I believe that is R-E-I-G-N-E-D. I think so, too. Total silence reigned. Yes. Because it, it ruled. It. <laughs> yeah, it ruled over it. It pervaded it. You know, that's right. That's what I, I think it's correct. All right. All right. I stand right. with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I, I do have a question. Am I supposed to lower participants' hands between these sentences? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Now, I don't know. Starry raised her hand after Desi gave the answer. So I don't know if you have a question, Starry, or. Yes, I have a, okay. a question. That's why I raised my hand after you lowered all the other hands. So my question then is, would it be like if we're talking about a, a condition that you would feel like um, hunger or fear or calm, could it be then that we would use R-E-I-G-N? 
like silence or, you know, something that's not tangible, like calm, silence, care. Yeah, with calm and silence, um, we would use R-E-I-G-N. Um, you said hunger? Yes. All right. I would... I would just guess, I mean, say if you were in a foreign country where hunger was prevalent, um, I guess you could say hunger reigned over the land, a state of hunger, R-E-I-G-N, I would think. Right. So then for these states, then would we use R-E-I-G-N because we're talking about a state or condition? That's yeah, not- state or condition. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Okay. All right. Anybody else, Lucy? Nope. All right. Here's another one. Okay. We have this song that we sing in church and the name of it is Rain Down, but I'll read you the first line or so of it so that you can get an idea what it's talking about. And I do know that this sentence is definitely right because, well, I mean, assuming it's in the hymnal, but anyway, it goes rain down rain down, rain down your love on your people. And it's talking about God, of course. So which rain would that be? Raise your hand if you know, or think you know. Let's see. Let's go to Marcy. Okay, Marcy. I would say R-A-I-N. Yes, R-A-I-N. Well, for one thing, God's love, I mean, if you do believe in that, um, I do, but it's always raining down upon us all the time. I guess if you said God has a rain of love, I guess that would be R-E-I-G-N. But in this case, we're talking about him raining down his love, R-A-I-N. It's constantly here. Constantly here, just raining down upon us all the time. All right. Any more comments or questions on that one? All right. Well, I had a silly one. I was going to say it would always rain down because heaven is up above the earth. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It would be coming down from heaven for sure. All right. Okay, very good. All right, one more, and then I'm leaving this. (laughs) All right, the lid flew off the container, and popcorn rained on everything. All right, Ebrahim. Ebrahim. R-A-I-N-E-D. Yes, R-A-I-N-E-D. That was a short a short situation, you know, the container opened, the popcorn started flying and raining down, and then it was over. So very good, Ibrahim. R-A-I-N-E-D. <coughs> All right. Well, let us move on now to some new material. Today, we're going to cover flu, flu, and flu. F-L-E-W, F-L-U, and F-L-U-E. So we will start with F-L-E-W. 
Well, first of all, it is the past tense of fly, which means traveled through the air, was airborne like the birds flew south for the winter, F-L-E-W. They were airborne. They traveled through the air. And then we also have um, moved suddenly and quickly, started unexpectedly, like he flew out of the room. He moved suddenly and quickly, unexpectedly. He was gone out of the room. He flew out of the room, F-L-E-W. Um, then we've got changed rapidly and unexpectedly from one state or position to another, such as he flew into a rage, F-L-E-W. One moment he was calm and very quickly he flew into a state of rage, F-L-E-W. And like I'm always telling you, you don't have to remember these definitions. I'm just using them and sentence examples to try to help you understand better. All right. Or it can mean moved or passed swiftly, like time flew by on the cruise, F-L-E-W. We boarded the ship, and before we knew it, the time flew, and it was over, F-L-E-W. Um, it could mean made something float or move through the air, like he flew his kite for a long time. It was in the air, F-L-E-W. Or it could mean hoisted aloft. As for display or signaling, like the flag flew in the breeze. My mom's always telling me about different flags she sees when we're when we're riding along. Flags are flying, so they that's F L E W. And it could be um, operated an aircraft or spacecraft over something, like he flew the Pacific. Many times, he flew in his airplane over the Pacific many times, F-L-E-W. And we've got things like flew off the handle, became very angry, especially without warning. Someone said something to him and he flew off the handle, F-L-E-W. All right, that's all I've got for that one. Does anyone have any questions or comments about that? <clears throat> okay, well, I will go on then to FLU. Well, flu is... Um, an abbreviation for influenza. It, that's, as we know, an acute, commonly epidemic disease. Um, lots of us have had that before. The flu, it's terrible. And the sentence I've got here is, the child has the flu, F-L-U. Um, it can also be 
um, the flu. It can be other infections that affect the gastrointestinal um, or respiratory tracts, and they're not caused by the influenza, influenza virus. Like I've heard people say, oh, I had the stomach flu. That would be FLU. It's not, I mean, it, it's bad, still horrible, but um, it's not the typical kind of flu that we get vaccinated for. And we have some words, uh, little phrases like flu season, flu shot, things like that. And that's all I've got on that one. So does anyone have a comment on FLU? Okay, well, I will go to F-L-U-E. That is a pipe or long tube that acts as a chimney, taking smoke away from a device such as a heater, fire, or stove. We had to have our flu cleaned before we lit the fireplace. That's that is be sure to open the flue before lighting the fireplace. F L U E. When we were a lot younger and my parents were out for the evening, my brother and I decided we would love to have a fire. So we lit the fireplace and I guess I guess the flue wasn't open because the house filled with smoke. <laughs> it was horrible. And um it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't real bad. Like we didn't have smoke damage, but we, um, we did call my aunt and uncle down the street to come and, and look things over. So that, that was not a good thing. And that's all I've got on FLUE. So unless someone has some comments about one of those or more than one, I will go on to some sentences. Ebrahim. Yeah. Yes, Abraham. Um, so, if LUE is also used in terms of musical instruments, um, like pipes, we um, the the passage where the air flows is uh, FLUE. Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with that one. Not familiar with it. All right, I'll have to find out some more about that. Well, all right. So it's in it's a the passage in musical instruments, like the the tube that the um. Uh, yes, that I believe the, uh, that's what's being referred to. That so the air for, goes. Like, yeah, for, um, I'm told it's in pipes and organs. You know the, oh, those yeah. pipes. Yeah. The organs have lots of pipes in them. Yep. Blue. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. All right. I will look a little more into it. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. Let's try out a few sentences and raise your hand if you know uh, um, if it's F-L-E-W, F-L-U, or F-L-U-E. Our first one is the days of summer flew. 
Janet. Hey, Janet. Hello, F-L-E-W. That's correct. They passed swiftly. Excellent. Okay, now all so the hands. So I have a question. Would, would okay, the sentence, we flew to St. Louis, that, that would still be F-L-E-W, right? Yes, because then you're airborne. Yeah, for airborne. You're up okay. in the air. Yes. Uh, wanted to make wanted to make sure because well, sure because we Thank flew you. is kind of like past tense. It's like it already happened. Yes, it already happened. It's the past tense of fly. F L Y. Yep. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. I to make correct. sure. Thank you. Well, sure. All right. Now put all the hands down. These sentences will go faster. Um, okay, what about this one? Jenny caught the flu from her brother. Deb. Deb Lewis. Yes, Deb. F-L-U. Yes, ma'am. F-L-U. That's the, the disease or infection flu. F-L-U. Thank you. All right. Next is the pilot flew the plane across the sea. Chanel. Yes, Chanel. P-F-L-E-W, that plane across the S-E-A. Yes. Because oh, we studied Chanel both. Picked up on that other homophone in there that we've studied at S-E-A. Very good. Thank you, Chanel. All right. Yes, he operated that plane. All right. What about this? Cooking smells are vented through the flu. Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hey there. Uh, that would be F-L-U-E. Yes. If I may comment on Abraham, when he talked about the, uh, the, uh, the other uses of flu, this is a perfect example because it's not necessarily smoke. It's the fumes that are fumes. going through that, that flu. That's a good that's a good a good thing to bring up. You're right. These are the smells that are vented through the flu. Yes. That's right. F L U E. Thank you for bringing that up. I didn't realize you were here. Thank you for coming again. Okay, what about this one? I had the flu recently. Desi. Yes, Desi. Is. That would be F-L-U. Yes, F-L-U. I was sick recently. Thank you, Desi. Welcome. Okay, you, you've got 10 minutes. Okay, thank you, Lucy. <laughs> um, the door flew open. Andrea. Andrea. If I heard the whole sentence, there was the door idea. flew open. Okay, it's uh, F L E W. Yes, it is. The door was closed one minute and it flew open, it changed from one position to another rapidly. F L E W. Thank you, Andrea. You're welcome. All right, what about this? I hope. We don't get the flu this year. 
sorry about the phone. That's not mine. So I don't have control over it, if you hear that. Okay, Des. Desi? Nah, that would be F-L-U. Yes, it is. I hope we don't get the flu this year. I hope we don't get that awful illness this year. <laughs> All right. Very good. Um, smoke filled the room because the flu was blocked. Marsha. Yes, Marsha. Marsha, you're muted. Um, that would be F-L-U-E. It would, F-L-U-E. But, but I wanted to make it, you said that a flu was a pipe, but you said mm -hmm. when the smoke filled the room, the flu wasn't open. So you got two things there. You got the pipe and you got something that stops the pipe. There must be two different names. And when Abraham talked about instruments, um, I mean, I'm thinking that when you're blowing a horn, because um, I don't know what he's speaking of, oh, you know, what instruments, you know, the the flute would have to be open for the sound to come out or the breath Well, he said like out. the organ, you know, instruments yeah. like that. I'm just wondering, it seems like you'd have to have two names, one one for the thing that opens and one for the thing that's a pipe. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I definitely don't know everything. And I, I do not fool with fireplaces. I love yeah, them. I don't, yeah, I don't either. You know, especially but the just... gas kind. Mm -hmm. But, um, cause I, I, I get terrible headaches from the wood smoke, but, um, I really could not tell you any more yeah. than, I've told you, but if someone wants to research that and bring it back to us for next week, I'd be very happy to hear what you found. You have two hands. Okay. Des? Desi? Desi? <laughs> it's okay. Right, Des. You can call me Des. That's all right. Well, um, I didn't want somebody to think I said Deb. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Right. Um, yes. Fireplace flues absolutely can be open or closed, and it's still the same flu. It's just that they have a little um, little vent that is opened or closed, but it's, you're still talking about the same thing. And I'm assuming that that is probably also true of musical instruments. There's probably a little lever or something that, that opens and closes the flu, but it's not two separate things. It's still just a flu. Yeah, I would, I would think so. I mean, I know... I know at the beginning of the um, season where we use the fireplace, you know, um, somebody always checks it to make sure that, you know, everything is open. I mean, right, because you don't, don't want the flu to be open if you're not having a fire because then rain and stuff comes down through it. Uh huh. Or, yeah, I've even heard of birds flying down through them. So oh, we've had not, that happen. Yeah, we so have. If you're not using your fireplace, you you want the flu to be closed, but it's just either opened and closed. It's not two separate things. Okay, thank you so much for that. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Sometimes okay. I just need some clarification. <laughs> Andrea. Yes, Andrea. 
Yes, I'd like to comment on that on the, the flu. That flapper in there is called a damper, a damper. And it, I don't know exactly where it is in relation to the um, the flu. Uh, if it's near the bottom where the fire would be, or up near the chimney as it exits your house, um, but there is either a lever or a key that turns that and opens it and closes it. So it, that flap or damper, damper is inside the flute. Okay, I have heard the term damper. I yep. guess I was never really exactly sure of what it meant, but I have heard the term. Right, and then what Desi is talking about, if it's raining, you know, if it's not the uh, the fire, if you're using it, if you're referring to the fireplace, then, mm -hmm. sorry about that, my phone is talking. That's okay. Um, and you, and it's raining, the, it, it can trickle down through there. But the, oh, I'm sure. on the roof, there is a device that covers that, but it's open so that the rain can't get in there. I mean, it's not like it's, it's an open pipe on the roof, whether it so be, it, yes. So then there's a cover over that, but it doesn't seal it so that the fumes and the smoke can go out through that flue. They can go out. Yes. Mm -hmm. But that's what it's called. It's called a damper. A damper. Mm -hmm. All right. I appreciate these, these comments. We have any more, Lucy? Um, no. All right. Oh, wait. No, no more. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Let's stop there. And we will take up here next week. Um, this was one of your requests to cover these different flus. And next week, we will continue with the flus and hopefully not with the flu illness, but we don't want that. But um, we will continue with this and then we will go to another one of your requests, which is peace and peace, P-E-A-C-E -E and P-I-E-C-E. -E. So we will do that next week and maybe even another group. We'll see how far we get. I had, um, I had peace and peace ready to go for this week, but that's okay. I'd much rather be a little overprepared than underprepared. So that was, um, we will stop here. And I want to thank Herbie for streaming and Lucy for hosting. And I want to um, thank all of you who came today and took the time to come and, and participate and all of those who are listening to us by other means. And so, Lucy, I'll let you go ahead and close the room, if you will. All right. Here we go. Closing the room. <laughs>